Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm your host Matt Perkins, joined as always by Badger Legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, <laughs> Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? Man, I'm great. It's great. It's uh, early in the morning. We got a good guy on today. I'm pumped. Roderick Rogers, strong safety, free safety, just basically safety baller. galore. Yeah, galore. Even um, wide receiver once he was in the league, which I have to talk to you about that position I, switch. Dude, yeah. 100% to go from almost never catching the ball to trying to catch the ball every time. Must have been, right. especially at the highest level, is nuts to think about. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> it is. It was really quick. It was a huge surprise. It was one day I walked into a meeting and they were like, well, we want to try you at wide receiver in minnesota and i'm like i've never done that in my life uh you know not <laughs> not even in high not, school yeah not in high school not in wisconsin ever and they say hey we want you to do wide receiver and i think it happened because of um the practice squad thing i did for a little while we had to do a scout team and I was um, kind of practicing it in Denver for a while. So when I did it in Denver, even Mike Shanahan tried to, he thought about putting me at wide receiver for a while. And I was like, um, okay, I'll try this. I mean, when Mike never Shanahan really, tells you to do something, you're probably going to try it. I mean, he's one of the right, great coaches of right. all time. <laughs> it never really came to fruition, but. You know, they definitely tried it and just, and was thinking about uh, possibly putting me at wide receiver for a week because we had lost a few wide receivers. So that's kind of how that came about. Oh, man. Well, we're, we're going to get way more into that here in just a few minutes. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys that we are brought to you by our presenting sponsor. That is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. You can get reviews and news on every league, including college football, as well as Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, golf, you name it, it's at Bet Online. They continue to be the top online resource for your sports information from live in-game betting to props, futures, and more. 
So head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first wager. That use our promo code Believe. That's 50. That's B-L-E-A-V 5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Rod, you were let's talk about where Rod started. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> now, I know you went to high school in Georgia. Did you grow up down there as well in the Stone Mountain yeah. area? Yes, I grew up in the Stone Mountain area. I uh, went to Stevenson High School in Georgia. When did when did little Rod start playing football? I started playing football. I want to say it was eight years old at a park called Central DeKalb in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, we were the Cardinals. Uh, I was scared to death. Um, my dad wanted me to play football, me and my little brother. I, I wasn't, I did, I didn't feel very tough. I didn't feel very confident. I didn't feel like football was for me, but I did. I, I wanted to be around a crowd. You know, I wanted to, you know, get new or, uh, uh, meet new friends and, you know, play the game that everybody was talking about, but I was scared crapless <laughs> i didn't know if i was gonna be i i wasn't very good i think i played tight end i played tight end uh and a little bit of defense um so it was uh it was a challenge it was definitely a challenge it was something i wasn't uh used to uh, football was the only sport that I pretty much uh, pursued. No basketball, no flag football first. No, no baseball. No baseball, anything. It was, it was football. So, yes, yes, I started that. And that, was, that had to be 1994. It, yeah. <laughs> I was say you, you and I are the same year. I think you. Yeah. Or no, I, I'm a year behind you. you. You're right between me and Bernie. You're right between me and Bernie. So yeah, yeah. like r r right around there, we're all playing youth football at that point. Um, yeah. Interesting time to be playing youth football. Let me tell you, in the in the early mid nineties. I, I yeah, no, there was no there was no rules like it no. was. Now. Did y'all have no. wait? Okay, we've wait, talked with some guys. There was one rule: the fat guys could only play one position or two positions. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just one rule. <laughs> Yep, yep. They they had to be on the line. Um, so yeah, that that was the rule. But everything else was free fall. <laughs> now, were you, you playing get, defensive back the whole time? Were you playing running back as well? Like, what else no, were you doing? No, I only I only played tight end and linebacker. Interesting. I'm, I'm like, and then, then obviously the linebacker position, you got to hit every everybody that comes through the line so it's like oh my god like i gotta take on blocks i gotta take on linemen i gotta take yeah it was it was it was to to step in there first and and not have any experience it was an eye opening it was so, an eye opening like man do i really want to do this so, so 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 what kept you in then uh my dad okay he's like Man, you're tougher than that. You're tougher than that. You know, try it again. Try it again. You know, and 
And what happened was, I think it was my second year, I scored my first touchdown. Oh, and you know the feeling. You know the feeling of the first touchdown. I did a, a tight end reverse. And we were playing. It was a Saturday, and they called my play. And, I, you know, I've been waiting for this play to be called. You know, it's like, oh, man, you know, it's that time. It's tight end reverse. So we were in the I formation, and I was at the tight end position, and I had all this field to the right, okay? So what happened was they faked to the running back, you know, uh, on a die play. I come around. They hand me the ball. I see nothing but space. <laughs> I see nothing but space. So when I get to this, um, uh, when I get the ball, I'm running. I have to make one guy miss. Okay. So I ended up outrunning the one guy. Get around the corner. Everybody's yelling. Nobody's going to catch me. I'm so excited. I get into the end zone. I slam the ball. My every teammate's coming to me. Best feeling in the world. From that point on, Done. I love the game. You're hooked. I love, I love the game. You were hooked. That's yeah, fantastic. I, I was hooked, man. So, but go ahead, Burn. No, I was going to say, so what was the progression then to, to playing tight end and linebacker? When did you when did you move to DB, and what was your high school career like? Also, explain, to because I came from New York. Football is good, but not, I don't think, Georgia football good. It ain't so Georgia explain, football like, good. Explain, <laughs> might, Trust me, it ain't, it ain't Georgia football good. It's like a, it's like a, it's an inch away from being Georgia football. I'm kidding. It's probably like 3000 miles, but what is like, what's Georgia football? What's that whole mentality excitement? What's, is it like Texas? Like, is it the end all be all explain that and explain like, like your progression through your years? Yeah. So Georgia football, as you know, it's one of the competitive states in terms of football. Um, a lot of athletes come out of, of that state. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you really want to practice. You really want to, uh, um, you want to get better because if you don't, you know, you're not going to, you know, be one of those guys that'll be on the field because there's so much competition. Um, you know, the coaches are, are are talented, the players are talented, the the culture um of football, you know, everybody wants to be that guy. Everybody wants to um um progress in, in Georgia. So it's a tough, it's a tough state to play football in. Um, it's a fun state. Uh, the Friday night light, you know, it's not like Texas, but it is more so like we shut the town down, you know, for that that game, you know, and especially if it's a rival game. 
Uh, the bands are a big thing in Georgia. So, so it's a, it's a, uh, it's a fun state to play ball in, um, for sure. I enjoyed it. Um, not Madison, but you know, the culture is, is huge. We well, got to play Georgia. Yeah. We got to play Georgia. And that Auburn. Was yeah. That was, that was fun. So we, uh, when I, I started to tight end in the youth and the linebacker. Okay. I think middle school, they, I played tight end and receiver. And I told you guys I never played receiver before. But I played tight end and receiver. Okay. Caught a few touchdown passes in middle school. It was fun. Loved it. Ended up going to high school. Okay. Now it's trying to figure things out. I'm at tight end receiver. The coach's son is that receiver. <laughs> we know how that goes. We know how that goes. So the coach's son is that receiver, and I'm behind him. My wet, my reps started to go away. <laughs> you know, we were the same type of player. Okay. He's, I, I won't call his name. But he ended up playing at Georgia, okay? So he had all the tools of the coach, you know, to, to, to help him, to, to give him the, the ball, you know, that type of thing. So they moved me to the free safety position. Now, you know... I didn't like defense. You know, I wanted to be on offense. I hated defense. You know, defense wasn't for me. You know, you don't get a lot of opportunities. I wanted the ball thrown my way. No. They moved, they moved me to defensive back. They said, you're going to be here. But I also left the wide receiver position because one practice, we were, I was on scout team and I had to run a post across the middle and that free safety, that this was a time where you didn't have no rules of, you could just knock people out. Close so line. I, I, yeah, I ran a, I ran a post and the quarterback <laughs> threw me right into the safety and he cleaned everything I had. <laughs> I mean, I hit, I hit the ground so hard. I was so dizzy. I, I struggled with this. And I said, you know what? I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be hit anymore. I don't want to be here anymore like that. So when I switched positions, I was like, let me try this. So from that point on, I was like, you know what? I'll be a defensive back. 
and I started to perfect the defensive back position. I started to fall in love with it. I became it. It worked for me and, and became a badger. I'll tell you that. Who, who else was on, who else was a, a potential thought to go play for? Was Georgia on the list? Georgia Tech was on the list. Okay. I had I had offers from LSU. I had offers from Georgia Tech, West Virginia. Um, South Carolina, um, right? South Carolina was one of them. Um, and there was one more. Can't remember the name, but oh, Tulane. Tulane was one of them. So, yes, those five were uh, potentials to, to go to. Those are five very different schools. Those are five very, very even S, even South Carolina and LSU, both within the SEC, are very different schools. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And I think Georgia Tech pursued hard late. I think I had already committed to Wisconsin by the time Georgia Tech had offered. So that was like, mm, you guys waited a little too long. West Virginia was uh um uh, a school that I was very interested in. They were in the Big East at that time, I think. Big East. Uh, we actually played West Virginia uh, my my freshman year as well. Um, they were very hard. I mean, they had players calling me. They had coaches calling me. I actually thought about West Virginia at that time. Didn't work out. You Once you go to Madison, that's a different experience. So tell us what your official was like. Like what was what was what like what was that different experience for? Was that the first time you went on your official or had you been before? That was my first time going on an official. So I went to Wisconsin and you know they have that cookie cake sitting in your room as soon as you get there. Yeah, we talked and about that with shaves. Yeah, <laughs> it has it has your name on it. It looks good. The room looks nice. You like Man, I'm in heaven. Okay. So you, you get that cookie cake in it. You know, obviously you go and you go to the locker room and the facility. And they have your jersey. And, and the locker room looks cool. And all the coaches are there. And they're, you know, in that way. And then you go to the, into the stadium. And you're like, wow. You know, it's. The red, the sea of red, you know, the, the the screen's on, everything's on. I mean, it's it's a sight to see. Um, you know, you're like, man, I want to play in this stadium. The turf was there. You know, you come out of the locker room. So I, I literally fell in love with the stadium. I fell in love with the idea of playing there. I fell in love with the sea of red. Uh, you know, it was it was just a sight to see. And then you get to the man of the Alvarez. You get to Alvy, and Alvy talks to you like a king. And it just it's just like, man, I want to play for this guy. You know, I definitely want to play for this guy. Um, it, I wanted to get away from home. Um, so I didn't want to, um, you know, stay in the Georgia area. So I was like, man, you know what? I want to try something different. 
I want I definitely want to try something different. And and I did. I did. Uh, I went there and, and it turned out to be a really good decision. How many other guys from Georgia were even at Wisconsin at that point? Were, were you the only one? I think I was the only one. I yeah. think so, too. Yeah, that's crazy. We have we have Florida, but we didn't we didn't have a we didn't have a one each. Wow, that's crazy. Who's yeah. your host? My host was Jonathan Orr. Uh, no way. Okay. We had J.O. on the podcast last year. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So Jonathan Orr was my host and he was a great host, man. And and uh, we we kicked it. We hung out. Uh, he showed me the town. And, and. And even though it was the coldest place I had ever been, it's not Georgia. <laughs> I was I fell in love with the city. So the city was, I mean, the town was great. Everybody was free-spirited, having fun. You know, it was it was a crazy t- uh, town. So I, I fell in love with that again. So, so okay, great. So that's, I mean, I did too. It just, I didn't come from Georgia. It's such a, a different, I feel like a different place from mm-hmm. the South. But I think that's so cool. Um that's what I loved about everything. Everyone came from such wildly different places than I did. And I loved that's what was so cool about the locker room. But when you show up like day one, what's day one? Like when you get off the airplane in Madison, Wisconsin, cold, <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. Uh, I think, um, Oh, shucks. He's coaching now at Northern Illinois. Um, uh, the the running back coach Charlie Parker. He was no 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 no. Um, he's the line Thomas, ha- Thomas Hammock 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 Hammock. But uh, he has a linebacker coach that was there. He was at Wisconsin too, but he's now the linebacker coach at Wisconsin. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name right now. Bob but he, not not Bosted. No, he's back to offensive line now. No 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 no. Um, Shucks, it'll come to me. But he came and got me from the airport. He was the the guy that was kind of the GA at the time. And he came and got me from the airport. And he was like, okay, I'm getting ready to take you to the dorms. Took me to the John dorms. I had to stay at the Regency at the time. Um, so that's where we kind of started at. So I get there. I meet Tyler Donovan. Um, and there was... Andrew Weiniger. Uh, so those two were my roommates at the time. Okay. So now let me tell you guys the truth. I had never been around white people before at all in Georgia. I We didn't go outside of our community in that way. So I we seen minorities the entire time. So this was an experience first because I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to talk to them. You know, it's crazy. I mean, I'm high school going to college and I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, how do I talk to them? Like, what do I say? Like, you know, because I mean, I so then I because I, I assume like your high school team was just what was all black. Then. Yeah, all minorities, all 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 blacks for sure. So it was like this was an experience for me. I wasn't scared. I wasn't feeling like anything. I just like, what do I say? Like, how do I talk to him? 
will they even understand me? You know, <laughs> in that way. like I'm a country guy. You know how Georgia guys are. So I'm a country guy, you know, and, and they didn't. They didn't understand me for the most part. You know, they 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 did they did a good job of trying, but um but I I I had no clue what to, what to say. You know, you also they, had two of the quietest guys I've ever met, Tyler and Whitey. They right. hardly they were such quiet individuals. Great guys. Great dudes, yes, but very they, quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Didn't really, you know, just relax when they're when they're talking. So we we you know kind of start to hang out together, go to restaurants, and and uh, we went check out locker rooms. And I I ended up uh, actually going to Tyler's uh, home for a weekend. So In Chicago. No, Tyler was from. Uh, Mad- oh, not Madison. He's from Wisconsin. Didn't he go to Arrow- I- Tyler Donovan? He went to Arrowhead, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, he went so to Arrowhead. Donovan went to Arrowhead? Yeah. yeah. Tyler oh, he, went lived, to Arrowhead. he lived in Chicago forever. Wow. After after college. but I yeah. hit in the head way too much, Rod. Yeah, You're, no, no, dude. He was, a, he was a four-star high school quarterback from, from Arrowhead. Right. Right, like he, he was like a people. he was when he when he got when he signed he was a big time rookie. He was like one of the best court, high school quarterbacks they in the history of the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, they loved him in Arrowhead. Yeah. Tyler was like, uh, what was that movie Varsity Blues? Mm-hmm. That was Tyler and <laughs> sure. So we we hung out together. Uh, we started to uh, get our lives together. Uh, when it was time to work out. So Tyler um, was one of the, the first guys that I kind of connected to um, when I got to Madison. So he kind of eased me into this Madison life, uh, teaching me the Wisconsin way. Um, so that's kind of how I started to adapt to the situation of Madison, Wisconsin. Well, speaking of adapting, what about on the field? Like, was that just like, because, uh, I mean, you played a lot as a true freshman. You don't see a ton of true freshmen playing at Wisconsin, but you got a lot of run as a true freshman. What, like, did the game just come, like, were you able to pick up the speed of the college game fast? Like, what do you think made it so that you were able to contribute so early on? No, I wasn't. I I was on skill. But I didn't really understand the Wisconsin way early. I was lost. Why is this playbook so big? <laughs> why, why do I have to adapt to this and when they do that and when they do? You know, we were basic coverages when I was in high school. You know, play your cover two, play your cover four. For you know, you be done with it. But there were so many checks. There were so many things I needed to know. There, you know, and then the game got faster. So even though it was the Big Ten, it was still like, why are you guys so much faster? You know, why are you guys so much smoother? Why are you guys, you know, re- feel like I feel like you guys are ready to go right now? You know, I I need a little more time. You know, so I was kind of thrown into uh, the fire uh early and it didn't it didn't work out freshman year like like I wanted it to. Uh I remember my first game starting, which was Michigan State. You know, that's 
always going to be tough. So it was Michigan State, and I had a simple coverage. I think it was cover three. Um, and all I had to do was stay deep. But somehow I got lost in that shuffle and ended up getting beat for a touchdown. Um, and I was, was it, Charles Rogers. No, it wasn't Charles Rogers. It was another guy. It was their third, fourth wide receiver. I was going to say, if it's him, it's that's not so bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't Charles. <laughs> that story okay. that we had, though, from Scott Starks talking about how they're like, no, they're like, yeah, Charles Rogers, just go cover him. You'll be fine. Just all, <laughs> yeah. well, one-on-one the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like everybody was really good at that time, you know, freshman year. So I felt like everybody was um, – Really good. And I ended up getting a touchdown scored on me. And it was just a simple go route. But I was in cover three, so I should have just been deep. But I didn't do it right. And I I, I over I was overthinking. And then the game was so fast. And I was like, this is Michigan State. I've seen these guys on TV a lot. You know, I'm actually in the game with these guys. So on TV. On TV. <laughs> so I, I was like, yeah, I was shocked. I was, my, my mind, I was stuck. I was thinking like, man, I'm here. So then D- Barry took me out of the game and he was like, nah, we're not doing that again. <laughs> um, but I learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot. And that was the game that was like, okay, now I I, I get it. I know what I, I'm here to do. So that's kind of what my the start of my college experience was. Um, but I skipped camp. Camp was the worst to me. At the camp. seminary? Yes. That, okay, that so was... we have talked so much about the seminary on this podcast. So oh. I, I, we, we got to know your seminary experience then. Man. It was like jail. It, it, <laughs> I mean, I, you're, you're playing football, but they take you to this seminary and you're in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, what, where is this place? <laughs> like, where, like, how do we get out of here? So you go to this seminary and it's a it's a church and and it's a boys high school. Yep. And you're freaking it's all farm farmland and grass fields. And you're like, they're like, you're gonna stay here and you're gonna practice for three weeks. I mean three full weeks. You're fr- as a freshman, you're there for I think 20 days. Yes. Like you're there two days before. So you're That's really right. there almost basically three weeks. Right. Already practicing. Yeah. And you walk around, and I'm from Georgia, so I'm from the city. So I'm here and I'm like, well, are we where the cows? Like, are we finna farm here? Like, are am I is this an agriculture school? You know, am I am, like so? And all you do is football. You you football. You you walk around and you football. 
you walk around and you football. You eat and, and you I football. I love that. You really don't do anything but walk around yeah. and football. You walk around and you meet. You walk around and you football. You walk around and you talk to coaches. You walk around and you talk to players. Like, you just want to leave. You just, that's what you do. Okay, so when you got, you know, when, when the coaches let you leave for, like, six hours on a, on a Saturday afternoon before you had to be back before curfew, what did you do with that free time? Because I know Bernie would just get a bunch of food and go to the movie theater and sleep in the air conditioning. I think we went. I walked State Street. I, I went to stores. Maybe go to a movie. And we were back at the seminary. You didn't have a lot of time to do much at all. You had to find random things. We maybe played a video game at that time, but you didn't do a whole lot. Very so right. lot of time. Okay. So what's so funny is now that I'm older and I've driven by the seminary, it's literally 15 minutes outside of Madison. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, we are five hours. I have no idea how I got here. It's also down two roads. It's like Mineral Point, and then you make a left on High Point. Could yeah. be more easy to get to. Right. And I'm like, I have no idea where I am. And you face out towards the fields. So you don't see anything but fields. But behind you is Middleton. You're like, there's a town right there. Yeah. And the movie theater, Marcus Theater, and all these places you can't see because you're facing the other way. So you literally feel like you're on an island. Right. You feel like you was on an island, but it's probably it's probably a nice town now. It's beautiful now, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that experience of camp, that broke me in. It was like, I I wanted to go home. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's, I, don't, I don't know if this is for me. Uh, I think everyone has that moment. Yeah, you got that, especially freshman year. And I was so far from home. So it was like, man, where, where are my people? Yeah. That? <laughs> so, it, but... I was like, you know what? It was still one of the greatest experiences ever. It was still like, man, I want to be a part of this thing. So, you know, it's at first you get that little hunch of do I want to do this or not? But it's still one of the, the best experiences. Right, when you showed up, who was in the room with you? When I showed up, Johnny White, Tyler. Um, there was one more. I couldn't. Rem I can't remember who who it was. Who was in the but, DB's room though? That's, yeah. Who? That yeah. Was who a, else was playing safety with you? Jimmy was obviously there. Oh yeah. yeah we had. That's Jim an intimidating room. Yeah, we had Jimmy, Johnny White, um, and Rob Brooks. Rob Brooks was there. Scott, Rob, Star Scott Starks, or were you guys the same year? No, he's he was my year. I came yeah. in. So imagine like coming into camp, Rod. I have like the same tra traumatic experience because I came in. I'm like, holy moly, OD is a beast. Like when he took his shirt off, you're like, I'm not that. I don't look like him. I'm like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not Sparky. Like I can't uh, look at this guy. And then yeah, Jo, you had all these athletes, and I'm like, shoot, I don't know if this is for me. Like I'm not these guys. 
Yeah, yeah. You no. just gotta push, man. You just gotta make it. Like, you know that's who, really it. You know who scared me? Who? Ionello. Coach Ionello? No, no. Oh, not oh, uh, Aiello. Yes. Aiello. Ryan. No. Aiello. Yeah. Safety. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a beast. He was the starter. Uh, it was him and Jim, I think it was. Yeah. And man, he was he was just this thick safety. I'm like, man, I'm skinny, I'm little, <laughs> and big big guy is just ready to go. And he was smacking people. I mean, he was tackling people hard. So I was like, man, this guy was, you know, it, that room was like, man, can I compete with these guys? You know, so it it was um it was an interesting room when I first got there. But everybody was cool. Everybody was nice. Mm. You know, um, so we had you know a few few guys that were you know reached out and were you know really were good with you know trying to bring me into the you know their culture and that 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 room. So it was good. Now, between your freshman and sophomore year, you went from playing a little bit as a freshman to being a starter, like right off the bat as a sophomore. Um, what do you think, what was the biggest catalyst for that, for your growth between your freshman and sophomore year to stepping into that starting spot? Yeah, well, I, I don't think I started until my junior year. Uh, I played a lot um, my sophomore year. Um, I think what happened was growth. Like physically? Yeah, physical growth as well as mentally because at first you kind of don't take it as seriously as you can. And I really started to study. Like, man, I really need to understand this position and how they want me to play this position. And I took some time in the off season to go back home and train with some some guys that I felt could help me at that position. And I really was like, man, I wanna I wanna be one of the guys they're cheering for at the in the stadium. You know? So I took the the to the time, I'm sorry, to study. Um, doing the all season and, and understand the position and understand the playbook and that type of stuff. Took the weight room seriously, took the all season seriously, and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm going to get this position. And the best thing about the junior season that I had is I felt like I could compete. I felt like I could beat these guys out. I feel like, you know what? It's my time now. And I really went for it. Uh, went for it. I think my first game starting was uh, Bowling Green. And we had, they put, no, it wasn't Bowling Green. It was, yeah, it was. First game of 05 was Bowling Green. Yes, I remember it vividly because that was, Jonathan, or sorry, that was Brian Calhoun's first game at tail uh, as a tailback, and he ran for like five, 300 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, and, and they had and they had that quarterback who 
was like gonna be like a really high pick. Uh, he was like just super athletic. He was like big, tall, strong, huge arm. That dude was good though. He was really good. He was good. We needed the offense that game because <laughs> they put so many points. In we yards. were losing at half at halftime. I think weren't we? Yeah, we were losing at some point yeah. in that game by yeah, a lot. Uh, Omar Jacobs. That's who the quarterback. Omar Jacobs. Was. And Omar we were Jacobs. down by like three touchdowns at some point. Man, they put 500 yards up on it. <laughs> we were struggling in the secondary that day. Uh, we struggled so bad. That was my first start. But that's and crazy to me because if you look at the guys that were on the field with you, it was you, it was Sparky, it was... No, all those guys graduated. No, no, no every one of those guys graduated. But, no uh, Jack Akaguanu was there, though, right? Wasn't Jack one of the corners no. at that point? Uh, I We had... Ben Strickland, mm-hmm. um, Alan Langford. That's right. That's right. Alan Langford. Jack might have been playing a little bit as well. Uh, Zach was playing. Uh, I can't remember everybody. I don't know why. But because you just graduated, Rob Brooks, Jimmy Leonard, and yeah. Scott Starks. That's so right. Yeah. that's right. The secondary was pillaged at that point. Yeah, it was it was a new secondary. We had never it was a new defense though. A lot of young, a lot of the D line was all gone. Yeah, because you just I lost everybody. that whole. You just lost Antaj and Erasmus and yep. all those guys. But JJ, like you, mm-hmm. JJ was a huge part of our success. John yeah. Welsh, like you lost all the everyone was gone. Yeah, Every, the entire defensive line was gone, and all in the NFL. Yes, everybody had left. So this was our first game playing together and i was wide-eyed still uh everybody was kind of wide-eyed and we hadn't jailed together yet so (laughs) i remember like man if this is how college football is going to be and people throwing the ball over the yard like this this is going to be a struggle i barry was so mad he was he was so mad and it was like dang we were prepared but we weren't prepared so that was a veteran bowling green like they were supposed to really they were supposed to win what what are they in whatever the mac Mac. yeah are they mac yep yeah so they were supposed to win that and be and be at a high bowl game so yeah it yeah. makes sense. And they were and and Omar Jacobs was I trained with him for the NFL. He was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So like he, he was good. Makes sense. Yes. He was very good. So yeah, that was the first experience uh with our group. Um I think we played Indiana next and it was a better game. But obviously it was Big Ten, so they weren't throwing the ball off the yard Temple. like Oh yeah, it was Temple. Temple. That's right. I can remember some things and really can't remember a lot of things. Like when Tyler Donovan went to high school. Probably a big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it definitely was Temple. That was a game where you like, okay, now I can kind of play football a yeah. little. So that that kind of got us into it. Cause I don't think we lost very many games after that. We ended up going. Didn't we win 11 games that year? I think year? it was 11 and 1 or 10 and 2, something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. So 
So we start to catch our rhythm. Uh, finally, gosh, but uh, but yeah, that Bowling Green game that was scary. Uh. <laughs> so I want to so couple more questions. First of all, first of all, a statement. I have a program that has you on the cover of it from one of the games. And I think it was, yeah. from, I think it's from Barry's last game as the head coach. I think that's the game you're on the cover of the program for. Let me think. Cause I November that would have been November. Oh, five. It was either, it's either that, or it's from maybe I, I want to say it's that, or it's, or it's from Oh six. It's from one of the, it's from one or the other. It might've been Iowa. It might have been Iowa. But Iowa was, last that game. was Barry's last game at home. His last home game was against Iowa, the loss against I and I remember this because I was living in I was an RA in the towers. And one of my residents, who to this day is one of my best friends, is from Iowa City and is a massive Iowa fan and was sticking it in everyone's face. And I got so mad at him um for for just trolling everyone before trolling was a thing. But no, you were a two-time all Big Ten safety. Like, dude, you were awesome. Like you were one of my favorite players to watch, and for my money, the best number twenty-two that's ever played at Wisconsin. So, like you, like as a senior, you have became like a real leader on the team. What was it for you to like step into like a real leadership role as as, as a senior? Man, I had good uh, partners in that leadership role with Joe Thomas, um, John Stocko, Bernie was with. Bernie was. I graduated in 05. That year, yeah, junior, yeah. Or, uh, you were a year before. Who was the other captain during that time? Um, in 06? Yeah. 06, 07. But those, the, they were great leaders to, to kind of follow. You know, it was easy to kind of plug into the role and just follow what was already displayed in 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 front of me wasn't Zalewski um, the other captain yes yes i need yes. another defensive guy yep yeah so it was it was Zalewski, uh stocko uh and joe thomas obviously joe joe was didn't say too much at all he was just lead by example uh zoo was one of the guys that just a cool, uh, you know, he just loved football. He loved football and in Stocko, having Stocko. You know, we didn't have a bunch of rah-rah guys at all. Uh, so it was easy to just just do your job. You know, do your job. Um, you know, be a good teammate. Um, and, and that's kind of how my senior year was as well i was used to the system you know it was had got through all the the bumps in the role in freshman senior or freshman junior uh sophomore year so now it was just like we had a really good team we had a a good team that understood what the goal was it was it was uh brett Bielema's first year um so we you know, he we just came in and 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 uh, wanted to to finish finish strong. You know, we wanted to finish strong, so it wasn't hard to be a leader at that time. Uh, it was just let's finish strong, let's play, let's do what we've been doing, and and go from there. Rod, I have one question: What's it like getting hit by 
Matt Birdstein and then getting hit by Chris Presley. Matt. <laughs> I'm sure they both were terrible. Matt scared me. Listen, Matt scared me because I don't know. It's like Chris would shake a little bit, you know, so you wouldn't get the full force of Chris sometimes. He would try to shake. Now, if he would block you, yeah, it's 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 not fun at all. <laughs> Matt, I I first I, I I didn't think Matt had it all. So the way Matt would hit and and the fact that he was so solid, it was like I don't want to hit him. <laughs> I, he was so solid. And, like, your feet wouldn't stop. Like, it was like a train. And I'm like, dude, I have no chance. <laughs> I have no chance. So when Matt would hit you, it was like, it would be like, I never want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Well, Burn, that, that was your, wasn't that your goal to make it by the time the second half rolled around, people didn't want to come near you? Yeah. That was what I, that my thought process in the game was, these dudes are going to come at me first quarter, but by the third, fourth quarter, yeah, it was around no more. And yeah, I wanted no to be more. the one who would you keep want doing no it. Yeah. more by the third quarter. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. It's like, man, this dude doesn't ease up. <laughs> so I had to, I had to take on Matt one time. I was so glad. I'm like. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to play against this dude. But it was in a and he ended up being at the running back position. So he gets the ball. And I'm on the backside. And he cuts back. So he starts one direction and he cuts back towards Joe Thomas side. So Joe Thomas has already wiped everybody. <laughs> He's all, so you know he's going, he's getting to me. I'm I'm next. I'm the safety. So I'm coming downhill. This is a, a, a practice sometimes. I'm coming downhill and he sees me. And he's coming downhill like a <laughs> and I'm trying to see how I'm going to run into this guy guy. I'm like, man, is he gonna give me everything? And he comes down, he gives me a little pop. I'm 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 going backwards. Okay. I'm going backwards a little bit. But I'm so glad that I don't have to bring him down. I just get the pop and let him go. So I'm like, <laughs> yes. But if I had to try to give him everything I got, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. And then I just from the rest of my days in Wisconsin, I just watched him thump linebackers. So I was like, man, I'm so glad I'm not them. <laughs> and we'll watch it in the game. And it and obviously I love it when everybody loves, yells burn. Okay. He we watch it in the game, like, damn, I feel bad for that linebacker. Damn, I feel bad for that linebacker. <laughs> so, so between him and Chris, they both were unique. But Bernie had no um he didn't want to shake you that no, his thing was, I'm going to run into you. I'm going to give you everything I got. And that's it. Like, I'm not trying to run around you. I'm not trying to do anything 
like that at all. So yeah, that was man. I've I get into the league. I've never really seen a fullback like that. I I, I have. I have. Well, let's talk about let's talk about that. What was your transition like? What was like the off season before the draft? Tell us about that experience. The off season before the draft, man. Because I trained with John Detman. I, I didn't leave and go to any crazy trainer. I thought John was was good at what he did um, for sure. So, man, it started to relax a little bit because it was just all training. You know, there was no school. There was no classes I had to take. Um, it was just training. So I think I started to realize that, man, it's getting political. You know, you got to get an agent. You got to, uh, you know, work on your nutrition. You know, this is a big thing. You know, it's big money on the line. So um, I had to get into that mode. It wasn't college anymore. It wasn't uh, that that team atmosphere of getting ready for the season. So uh, it was more of, man, you got to eat this. You got to do this. You got to be here. You got to interview here. Um, you got to do all these things that uh, um, was a little bit different than college. Um, it was your dream, though. It was your dream that was on the line. You know, you were excited. You know, you're like, man, what team am I going to go to? Um, so it was, you know, you were nervous at the same time, you know, prepared to take that next leap, take that next step um, in that way. So um, I worked hard. I trained hard. I, you know, did what I had to do, you know, and two weeks into the training, um, I was told by the Detroit Lions that I had a, a heart problem. Never, they didn't check it in college, never knew what was going on. So they were like, yeah, man, um, you have a little issue that needs to be worked out. So they sent me to Pittsburgh on a visit and they were like, um, yeah, you have an, a regular heartbeat. Um, and the doctor was like, you should have died a long time ago. Dang. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like, I never knew this. What are you talking about? He's like, you should have died a long time ago. So, because of that, we can't draft you. So you have to get a surgery before the draft or you will not be able to enter the NFL at all. So I'm like, what? So I ended up uh, having to get surgery two days before the draft. And that's, I was supposed to be a third round pick. And I ended up being free agency to Denver because this surgery I had to get two days. So two days before the draft, 
I was in Cle- at the Cleveland Clinic, which is supposed to be the top hospital for heart surgery. Um, I was at the Cleveland Clinic. It was a nine-hour surgery. I had to get an ablation, uh, which was, I, I think they were uh, uh, closing some of the passages. I had too many open passages or whatever it may be, which is causing my heart to skip and, and that whatever it may be. Um, I really didn't pay attention much. But uh, it was a nine-hour surgery. I was in the hospital the first day of the draft. Um, and then I flew back to Madison, um, the second day of the draft. Um, I ended up, like I said, dropping all the way down to, uh, a free agent with the Denver Broncos lost a lot of money. Uh, I was supposed to either go to Detroit or Pittsburgh, but they couldn't draft me because, uh, it wasn't clear whether, this surgery was completed or not. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting into the NFL that way, but they didn't check the hearts in college until our senior, my senior year. That was, a, that had became a rule. And so I lost a lot of money with that, but I was just still so happy to, to join a team. Um and 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 get an experience in that league. Man, that is wild. Yeah, I did not know that, man. I I because we had similar experiences then about pretty much falling off the board and Wisconsin not figuring out something to do. Although I don't harbor any resentment, I just wish they paid for my medical bills. Right. You know, right. <laughs> but, right. but outside of that, I have the exact same experience as you. I went undrafted. Remember my senior year, I got hurt and I right. could hardly walk, let alone yeah. like do anything else. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Wait, I, we can't end on that note. Matt Burke, no, you must I, have. A I, oh, yeah. More- so I want to ask you about what you're doing now and your connection to the current Badgers roster in Al Ashford. Yeah. So in Colorado now, I'm in a training facility. It's called Elite Speed um, and then UC Health, uh, which is a major hospital chain here in the Colorado area. So I do performance in that uh, facility. It's a great facility. I wish you guys could see it. But I do performance in that facility. I work with anybody from youth all the way up to professionals. Um, that are in the sports arena. Uh, we have a connection with the Rockies. Uh, we have a connection with the Nuggets. So, um, but I'm on the football side of things in terms of performance training with them. So Al, who went to Cherry Creek High School, trains with me um, when, he's in, when he's here in the offseason. Um, and he's one of, you know, the, the he's going to be a rising star, I believe, um, once he kind of figures it out um, in that way and stays healthy. Um, so I, I worked with a lot of the the, the top college and the top um, athletes that come out of the Colorado area that are skilled. Mm-hmm. So 
that's kind of what I'm doing now. And, and, uh, it's a sports medical facility and, you know, they, they can recover. They can do a lot of those things now. So yes. Dude, that's awesome. And you gonna be, are you gonna be out for any games this year? I'm going to try to come out to a game. I came out to Nebraska last year. Okay. So yes, I'm definitely going to try to come out to a game. I told him, I told Jim, I'll try to come get out to a game as well. And if I, if Al's playing, I'm definitely want to try to get out there. All right, it would be great to see you in Madison. Yeah, that I definitely want to see you guys. Yeah, definitely see you guys. Uh, you know, want to get back to that Madison experience and and uh, have some fun and yell a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rod, thanks, man, for taking the time, coming out and sharing your experience. Pretty crazy experience. I think you had a little bit different than than everyone. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with us today. No worries, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Dude, we really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thanks for listening to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Badgers. That's B-L-E-A-V in Badgers. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page for full videos of our podcast. The show is produced by Matt Perkins and Matt Bernstein with audio editing and mixing by Matt Perkins. Our theme music is by Matt Blaustein. Thanks again for listening and on Wisconsin. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.